Good morning. Your wake-up call number 414. Why are you so tired after you have eaten? Including hack number 9. Sweet as dessert. So I think that I will end Jesse Inchospe's book on glucose revolution here this morning by telling you a little bit about that postprandial state that we experience and which I have just learned about and give you the optimum hack in order to get away with eating something sweet. This postprandial state, we could also just call it after-dinner state, When we are done eating, then we are done eating. But that means for our body that it has to go to work. And on average, our body is working hard at least four hours after we are done eating. So it's the time of the day where our body is the most active inside the body digesting, sorting out, storing molecules from the food that we have eaten. That activates a lot of systems in the body and creates also a lot of oxidative stress and inflammation and, it's, and so on. And that means that the higher your blood sugar spike is, the more demanding this after dinner state of digestion, sorting and storage for the body is, the higher the blood sugar spike, the more difficult it will be for your body to digest, to sort it out and to store it. And, it, it, and that's why you are tired. Because your energy is used for other things. And it also means that there are some systems that are being put on hold. For instance, your immune system. And basically speaking, when you are in this after-dinner state, this digestive state, then there is no inner cleaning, there is no reparation, there's no healing going on inside your body and your immune system is on pause and you're, you cannot burn fat. So that system doesn't work either. So it's either being in the digestive phase or being in the healing and repair and fat burning phase. So it's a good thing to make breaks in your eating, long breaks, because then your body has the possibility to do something else than just digest what you eat. Which it, for instance, is doing while you sleep at night where you are fasting 
at least if you haven't gone to bed with a full stomach. So when you, for instance, hear your stomach grumble, then it is in fact your digestion tract which is cleaning the walls of the of the stomach and of the digestion tract. But as long as we eat three main meals and two to three snacks in between, that is not really the case. We have a tendency to spend 20 out of the 24 hours in our days in this digestive state. Because apart from eating, we are also drinking a lot of things with calories and sugar and so on, energy drinks, beer, wine, limo, and all those sweet, uh, creamy coffee variations. So it is actually quite wise at least to skip all the snacks in between and stop eating and drinking two, three, four hours before we go to bed. And perhaps even at a, at a certain point, try to fast a little bit longer besides the normal period that we are fasting daily, which should be from you are done with your dinner in the evening until your breakfast the next day. You know that's also why it's called breakfast, because you are breaking your nightly fast. But we can push it. We can push breakfast or we can eat dinner earlier and then we expand, prolong the time where our bodies have the ability, the energy to heal, repair and um, clean up and perhaps also burn some of that glycogen in the liver and in the muscles so that they are ready to take the next deliverance of glucose. In 2014, there was a study done with diabetes 2 patients, which were split in two groups. They ate the same food and got the same amount of calories, but the one group ate the food split in two meals, and the other group ate the, the food split up in six little meals. The group with two meals lost more weight, eight pounds instead of five pounds, and they succeeded improving their glucose and insulin levels. They reduced their fat in their liver and the pancreas, pancreas became healthier. And I We'll perhaps talk more about that the next couple of weeks. But for now, it's important that you, basic speaking, become able to eat only three meals in the course of your day without snagging in between or before and after. And that means that you need to eat enough so that you are comfortably full four to five hours after your meals. So now to the heck of the day. If you want something sweet, eat it after a meal as a dessert. That will reduce your blood sugar spike 
considerably. So regardless of you want a piece of fruit, a smoothie, a chocolate or candy or a piece of cake, if you want to eat it, eat it as dessert. Alter alternatively, with clothes on, meaning with protein, fat and fiber, which I have already talked about. And add on some of the other hacks that you already know, such as a green starter, apple cider vinegar, and some movement after the meal. So ideals, your ideal behavior around sweet treats. When you see a nice cookie or if you are offered something at work, you can buy it and you can save it so that you can eat it after dessert, as dessert after the next meal. So hack number nine, number nine, sweet is doing less harm when eaten as dessert. And who knows, perhaps you also eat less of it exactly because it's a dessert and it's not supposed to get rid of your hunger, but only your sweet tooth. <laughs> 